Hello and welcome to episode 57 of No Other Crack Pod. Hi. Welcome. Welcome. Guten Tag. <laughs> On this sunny Sunday. Um, I had a quick fact check while I think on it from last week. Did you? Yeah, because I, I, when I listened back, I heard myself say I must fact check this because <laughs> I keep forgetting. Um, remember, I was on about the sheer locks. We can talk more about that again if we need to mm. in World Wide Web. Mm. But uh, I was saying, oh, there's um, a parody account already that has popped up taking the mick out of the sheer locks TikTok. Oh, yeah. Um, And I didn't know the handle for it. So the username is Hot Stuff Chandler. And they make a parody of the Sheer Lux TikTok. That's all they do? No, it's so all kind right. of, she's like an influencer anyway, but she works in an office and her and her office friends do like a piss take. And okay. it, they call it Basic Lux. Oh. <laughs> so that was my fact check. From That's what week. you sent me earlier. Yeah. So that was the piss take. Mm hmm. Oh, I thought they were being serious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, cause I, I don't know if you watched it. It was I like, um, yeah, oh, I did watch your favorite, it your favorite I apps. just thought they were trying to be funny. I know. And usually the sheer Lux girls would be like, oh, my favorite app of the moment is Net-A-Porte or whatever. And then they were there. Oh, my favorite app is the Tesco Club Cars. <laughs> oh, yeah, I thought, oh, I'm so naive. I obviously don't know the sheer Lux girl was that one. And one of them was like, maybe my you just fa- related to the Basic Lux girls as well. Maybe I need to start following Basic Lux. Yeah. Because yeah. one of them was like, my favorite app is my torchlight. Yeah. <laughs> And I thought, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, it's useful, practical. <laughs> I get told on a daily basis, your torch is on. Your torch is on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't use mine that much, actually. Do you not? No. And the compass. I have to say now, I never use the compass. The compass on your phone? Yeah, one of the basic girls said. Oh, comp- she said yeah, compass. Yeah, she said compass. Oh, yeah, yeah. No. I don't trust it. No. <laughs> I'm going to try and use it later now. Hunting for gold. <laughs> Um, so that was your only fact checks. Mm-hmm. Don't think I had any fact checks. No. Any TV guide much um, watching this past week? So I just binged season three of Only Murders in the Building. Oh, are you up to date now? Yeah. Excellent. I think I was leaving it till I had a few episodes that I could. Yeah. It's nice that way. Yeah. So there's five episodes, five out of the ten. This is season three. But you're up to date. Yeah. I have. Like... I love it. I'm loving it, but I don't think I'm loving it as season one. Loving it as much as season one. Like I love, yeah. but I think season one was just, it was so new. Mm. There's times in this now you're kind of like, oh, they're milking it. But yeah. they're keeping it fresh enough for it being the premise of someone dying in the building. Yeah, because season one of Only Murders in the Building was like iconic. I suppose it's kind of they're trying to recapture Mm -hmm. the magic each time. But I think, yeah, you're right. It's not as fresh, but the formula still works. Oh, and they're so witty and the writing's amazing. Mm. But I could definitely do it. So Paul Rudd is in this. Mm -hmm. I could do more more Paul Rudd in this. I know. Like, There's a severe lack of Paul Rose. <laughs> I feel cheated. And I love in it the way they're even, they're kind of speaking about him as if he is Paul Rudd because they were like, oh, he's aging backwards. Yeah. <laughs> There's all those little Easter eggs. And yeah. And Meryl Streep's in it. I didn't know yeah. Meryl Streep was going to be in it. Yeah, I think I did know, but I thought she'd be playing some like glamorous theatre legend. It's quite funny. She's playing this novice crap actress like who kind of goes OTT 
Do you see yeah. you're putting on the Scottish accent? I thought mm. it was very funny. She's really good in it. And then Jesse Williams, who was in, he was in Grey's Anatomy, wasn't it? Yeah, I've not watched much with him in it, but like he's very recognisable. He, he's beautiful. He's mm. lovely eyes. Mm-hmm. But he's in it as Tobert. Tobert. <laughs> Robert with the T. Yeah. Uh-huh, but yeah. the chemistry with him and... Yeah, Mabel, Selena Gomez yeah. is on fire. Isn't it? Oh my God. Yeah. Mm, they would be the most stunning couple in the world. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Um, but you know who I'm loving in this now? Howard. You know Howard, the crazy cat oh, guy? Yeah. <laughs> he's so funny. He is actually gas in the <laughs> season. And I think the fact that he like brought attention as well to the sweaters. She was like, you love sweaters. And then he starts going on about... Mabel being such a sweater queen. Like, yeah. yeah. It's like Howard is us. <laughs> yeah, Howard is us. And so he's Oliver's assistant now. But yeah. it is, it's really, it is an autumnal watch. It is. It's just cozy, bingeable, mm, easy watching. What, they're like 20 minutes an episode? I think it's a bit longer than that, isn't it? it? No, maybe they're a maybe bit longer than that. I don't know. Maybe I was in a time warp last night. So I actually got Disney again just for it. Yeah, you would. For anyone who hasn't watched it, um, I've been tr- trying to recommend Only Murders in the Building to a few people and they feel that it's a murder show. Oh, and no. And I'm like, oh, no, like the name's so deceptive. It's not. It's it's like a warm hug of a show. It's a comedy. Oh, sorry. They're like 35, 40 minutes. Yeah. Same same length as our podcast. I enjoyed them so much. I thought they were only 20 minutes. Yeah. Time flies. Because I had, I usually save them for the nights that Darren's gigging because Darren doesn't watch it with me anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but then earlier in the week, I had to watch episode five. I couldn't even wait. That's how I much thought I episode five now was weak enough. I still liked it. I don't know if I just blindly love it without thinking or something. I, I don't. I there love was times everyone. in episode five that I was kind of zoning out. Mm. I think, as well as having more Paul Rudd in season three, I wish there was more of the three of them together, sleuthing together. Yeah, yeah. because they seem to be apart so much mm. because Oliver's doing the show, and then you know mm-hmm. it's kind of showing their lover interests. And I was like, yeah. just get the. Get the gang back together again. I know. Maybe they will for the next few. Yeah, hopefully. maybe. Hopefully. Um. So I'm really enjoying that. And other than that, I hadn't really watched much more. I got up to date. I'm still watching Shelter. You know what I'm saying? That oh, on. yeah. yeah. I'll come you. back to you when it's finished. Like, <laughs> Trish, just Trish has a, a grimace on her face. <laughs> 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 it's like, I don't know, for Harold. Isn't Harlan Coben you call mm. him? Harlan? I can never pronounce it right. Mm. Like for being his show, I just don't find it as gripping as I would the others. Mm. But anyway, yeah. I'll save not my selling full... it to me. <laughs> no, I'm not like, no, I wouldn't try and sell it to you now at the minute, to be honest. But mm. anyway, and then the other thing I noticed, which I cannot wait to see um, the film with Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. That's coming out. Oh, yeah. All of Us Strangers, mm. which is like, it's loosely based on a Jap- Japanese novel called Strangers. It looks mm. so good. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. So they don't have a release date for it here yet, but they think it'll be like the start, early the start of next year, like oh, early January. Away? Yeah. Raging. Mm. So Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott, so they're going to be like kind of love interests. Mm. And... 
Andrew Scott goes back to his hometown. His parents died when he was 12. And it's it's like a fantasy. Mm-hmm. But the parents are still living in his old house and it just looks really good. Yeah, like, good. Did you say it's based on a book? Yeah, I'll loosely based on a first. Japanese novel. Well, I don't, unless it's been translated, I yeah, don't think you'd be able to are, <laughs> Which brings me read the book. to my recommendation soon, actually. Um, yeah, so yeah, the novel's called Strangers. Claire Foy is in it as well. Who's Claire Foy again? The, Wasn't the she the queen or something? Mm. Oh, yes, yeah, in the crown. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So, yeah, that's, yeah. I can't wait for that. That's all my TV. Oh, I started watching as well on Netflix, The Founder. But I only watched half of it because it's quite a long movie, so I'll probably chat about it next week. Oh, yeah, you I've know, seen the previews for it. The film about the guy who kind of brought McDonald's to fame. Mm. And then there was a whole dispute. But anyway, I'll come back next week. Mm. Mm. You know, like when films are like two and a half hours long, sometimes you just have to. I know it's a big commitment. Depends what time you start. Sure, look it. So we actually started Triangle of Sadness one night. We, but we started way too late and we we couldn't finish it because it was a Sunday night and there was still an hour left and it was like half 12. And did you never watch the end of it? No, not yet. Did you see the vomit scene? Yeah. Yeah, so now that was making me nauseous. I, I really, enjoy, I was what? really enjoying the movie. Like, and I even that scene is so funny and chaotic. But I was getting, I had to kind of look away a lot, even though with the vomit yeah, scene, yeah, yeah. But it was that's so good. I look forward to finishing it. And it nearly will give you vertigo at times. Yeah, the way it's filmed because they're on yeah, a boat. So we and spoke it about gives that. You seasickness. That I was mean, like episode fifty-five, wasn't it? Yeah, you'd recommend yeah. it at then. So no, I would still recommend it, but I haven't finished it. But we will. But we always do this. So we take mm-hmm. ages to decide, and then we leave it a wee bit too late. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, TV guides. So I watched. Obviously, I was watching only murders in the building as well. Delighted that that's back. Um. I watched a movie on Friday night myself and even though this is like really unpopular opinion that I've expressed before that I'm not an Adam Sandler fan. I'm one of very few that aren't. Mm-hmm. I like him in a couple of things like we talked about before. I love him in Uncut Gems but when he plays the silly stupid character and other other things I'm not into it. Mm-hmm. But it's, anyway it's an Adam Sandler movie and production and it's called You're So Not Invited to My Bat Mitzvah. <laughs> it's on Netflix and it's so good. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's like a coming of age, like teenage kind of film. And it's Adam Sandler's real life daughter is the main star in it. Really? Mm, his two daughters are at both in it. And his wife's in it too, but she doesn't play his wife. So the whole family's in the movie, which is kind of cute. Um, Adina Menzel, you know her, she plays yeah. his wife. Yes, I do. Yeah, she plays his wife. She's played his wife a few times in different things. And it's funny because his wife is nearly always in his movies too, but she rarely plays his wife. <laughs> um, Interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this movie gets 96% on Rotten Tomatoes available on Netflix. I would give it a good four ripe avocados, I would say. And it's uh, the thing is Stacy and Lydia are BFFs who've always dreamed about having epic bat mitzvahs however things start to go comically awry when a popular boy and middle school drama threatens their friendship and their rite of passage 
So like the bat mitzvah is Jewish people would have their bat, bat mitzvah, which is like a religious ceremony and a party. So I think it's a wee bit akin to our confirmations, maybe. <laughs> but they're yeah. they're a bit older. They're about 14 when they do their bat mitzvah. Okay. It's so good. It's just so comical. Can I just say, I never realized that bat mitzvah was two different two different words. I don't know if I did either, maybe until I... I think I thought it was bar mitzvah. <laughs> well, now you're enlightened. I am enlightened. Yeah. And would you say what rating is on it, like age wise? Like, could I, young ones watch it? Oh yeah. Could confirmation age watch yeah. it? Yeah. Okay. It's like there's yeah, like a tween could watch it okay. for sure. So because it's a very watch. good message for a young person. It's all the usual like kind of early teenage stuff. But it's there. It's funny for grown ups as well, kind yeah. of thing. And there's a part that made me laugh that the three of us would have laughed so hard at. I'll oh. just say it. I don't know if I should let you see it. No, or just, just say it. it. Just say it. Because um, you know the way. And. <laughs> An episode before we talked at length about the whole like how you can pay to have a star at your party. Yeah. So that whole like corporate hiring. Um. So basically the main character, Stacey, is doing a PowerPoint presentation oh. to her dad about the fact that she wants Julipa or uh, Olivia Rodriguez to be the main star. But like Adam Sadler's not playing himself. Uh-huh. He's just playing a, a rich dad, but not like mega rich. So... And then she has like backups. She keeps clicking the slides as like who her backups would be if Paul McCartney pops up. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just such a subtle but funny thing. I was sitting here on my own laughing because that was Darren's suggestion and we laughed at him. <laughs> Wasn't that what that story that you told? Like, didn't the child do that? Did they do a PowerPoint? Yeah, yeah, they probably did. This is a they whole actually thing. Done. Yeah. To like kind of describe their ideal party to their rich parent. Maybe so that's what people. she was doing. But like her parents were like, cop on. You can have a New York theme and a DJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like no, it. it's a great way for them. You know, I'd say, yeah, the girls would love it. And it's, you could, it's quite girly, I want to say, without stereotyping it. Yeah. I don't know that Darren would have fully enjoyed it. It is a very like tweeny, girly, funny film. Okay. So and it just that. came out. Is yeah, it's just saying. out, and it's it's just very. It's something you'd nearly you'd flip past it because I think we're all a bit ignorant to Jewish culture, obviously, because it's not as prominent in Ireland. But mm-hmm. in America, it would be everyone would know a lot about yeah. bad mitzvahs and everything. But the film's very interesting because it teaches you about the true meaning of a bat mitzvah and it's so funny because even in ireland obviously we do our confirmations and stuff and you're just sitting worrying about money and where you're going to eat after oh, you're I not know really about thinking about your you know what's what do you do your pledge and stuff you're not <laughs> you're like, really you're thinking think about that yeah the only thing i know about is the holiday armadillo <laughs> <laughs> yeah so no i would i would really recommend that you're you're so not invited to my bat mitzvah um and I think that's really all my TV guide. I started watching Firefly Lane again. It's just not great, but I was bored and I just stuck it on to fall asleep to. Last I've never night. watched it, but people love it. It's like that Virgin River, is it? A Virgin River, I would say, is much better because at least Virgin River is a bit of thriller in it. <laughs> all thriller, no um, filler. Yeah, I would say, have you ever watched This Is Us? Yeah. It's a wee bit like that. You know, it's all these flashbacks and stuff. Oh. Um, it's grand. Okay. I'd give it three. 
Sorry, Bobby Goggles. <laughs> or two and a pip. Yeah. <laughs> two and a pip. <laughs> <laughs> so, World Wide Web, what's, what's trending on your end this mm. week? Um, what is trending on my end? I was going to mention, yeah, have you seen this off. whole crack with Hayley Bieber and the Strawberry Girl aesthetic? No. Okay. Is this because she wears red all the time? Yeah, so she's all about now. She's putting up a video after video. So obviously, Hayley Bieber started the donut glazed nails trend, <laughs> which you have never got off that wagon. <laughs> and never will. <laughs> um. So she's been putting up all these videos, Strawberry Girl Aesthetic, all about like, you know, a lot of blusher, blusher on the nose, blah, blah, blah. But it's really smart what she's been doing because... She was putting up videos tagging Strawberry Girl Aesthetic. But she has a skincare company called Road. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So she was putting up then, oh, I have no, um, I can't mention where the blusher is from. But now she's like dropping products. Love so it. there's a strawberry peptide lip balm thing. Oh. So it's, it's like she's linking all in now with the strawberry. Right. Whereas like she got back to her range. Yeah, she got everybody hashtagging strawberry girl aesthetic and now she's dropping products with strawberry in them. Mm. Like you smart, smart girl. Hats off to her marketing manager. Mm. Cause how else would you promote that? A, like a lip balm thing? Like, mm. you know, everybody has their favorite I think it's like a lip balm. Strawberry yeah. peptide, something or other. Right. Um She's so beautiful as well that everyone would aspire to have her skin and everything. Yeah. Did yeah. you see those images of her and Justin Bieber walking into some event and she's wearing like this really fancy bodycon red dress and heels and he's just wearing like an Adam Sandler costume. Oh, yeah, basically. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like big sweatpants and stuff. Didn't get the memo. <gasps> yeah, so it's peptide lip treatment bursting with strawberry flavor glazed to perfection for your glossiest most delicious lips. Ooh, she loves her glaze. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sold on it. <laughs> Feels like thick glaze and slides on smoothly. Smoothly. Oh. Smells like a fresh, crispy creme, strawberry glazed donut. Oh, like, that's why she had her launch in like Dunkin' Donuts or something. Oh, did she? Yeah, somewhere like that. Wow. Anyway, I just thought that was very, very smart. Mm. But Strawberry Girl Aesthetic has taken over. Yeah. And the other thing then that I had noticed was, have you heard of this guy that's kind of taken a pledge that he's going to tattoo himself every day for a year on uh -huh. TikTok? So on TikTok, he's at, I think you pronounce it Xander, I'm not sure, X-A-N-D-E-R-S dot D-O-O-M. Okay. So he's an 18-year-old. He wants to, he's gone viral, like, he wants to become a professional tattoo artist. Mm -hmm. And he thought to help him hone in on his skills, he would tattoo himself every day for a year. Oh, God. <clears throat> yeah, like, it looks difficult. So his two legs are covered at this stage. He's on, when this comes out tomorrow, he'll be on day 114. And are the tattoos looking decent or... They are a very distinct <laughs> style. <laughs> Diplomatic. <laughs> oh God. They're like, they look like just little kind of doodles, mm. basically. 
But he was just kind of chatting about the backlash he's getting and then people supporting him. And he says, oh, it seems to be older people that are giving him a lot of backlash saying that like tattoos are sacred and that everybody that gets a tattoo, you should think about what it is and it's going to be on you for the rest of the life. And they're kind of angry at him that he's just blasé, just tattooing fucking silliness on his legs. Like, but like the one he done yesterday, I think, was glasses on his knee. It's all very subjective. Maybe yeah. those doodles mean a lot to him. Yeah, he done a he done a daisy on his nipple. <laughs> yeah. It's, See, God knows symbolic what that symbolizes. <laughs> this is from my grandma. Yeah, like we don't know, we don't know his story. <laughs> yeah, so he's doing one every day, and then people are making suggestions, and if he likes the suggestions, he'll go with them as well. But it looks difficult. Hmm. So he was just putting up like very quick videos, but now he's starting to put up videos of showing the process. Mm-hmm. And like he kind of draws it on with a sharpie first, and then he'd outline it. But there was one day he was doing a star, and he'd done it wrong, so then he'd start coloring in the star. And like, yeah, he said he's learning a lot. He said that you see how easy it is to get distracted when you're doing a tattoo. Mm-hmm. So at least he's practicing on himself as a canvas. Yeah, I like his approach too. Like yeah. you know, small habits every day lead to greatness. So <laughs> he might to be, be covered in tattoos. Yeah. So he said he'll he'll go on his face as well, like. Oh, but he just has his legs at the minute. And there's small little tattoos, but mm. still. Um a friend of mine actually got a really cool tattoo last week. Shout out to Neve Keeley. She got Angelica pickles from the Rugrats on her leg. Oh it's my so on her good. calf. Yeah. Or thigh, maybe. I must oh, it's probably gone now. I'll show you after. That's so cute. Oh my God. She now gets, that is niche. Yeah. She gets loads of nostalgic 90s, noughties ones. Like she's loads and Disney and stuff. It's really, really? cool. Mm. Oh my God. Yeah, really cool. See. Um, I don't think he'd manage them. No. No. Sander. <laughs> He's hardly able to do a wheel of heart. Bless him. Yeah. Mm. No, he is learning though. Like look at each throne and it's his yeah. body to do it. And his yeah. parents are supportive. and It's cool. Let him bath her away. Speaking then of tattoos, mm-hmm. a young fella I hadn't seen in a while was Post Malone. He's lost a load of weight. Yeah. He looks great. I've seen that. Because um, he actually came up, it must have been on Explore, like a picture he'd posted. Jesus, he looks great. Yeah, and it's, he attributes it all to just not drinking fizzy drinks anymore. Mm-hmm. Apparently so. Hilarious. And being back on tour and on stage. There's the tattoo. Oh my god. <laughs> She's in her swimsuit. <laughs> so funny. Um, yeah, like he looks so different. Yeah. You would swear it was a different person. Didn't recognise him at all. Fair play to your post. Good on you, post. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was all my real worldwide web. I just also wanted to mention I'm now she looks girl I was on the <laughs> I'm on I was on their YouTube channel. Find them very entertaining. Yeah, I knew you would like them. Yeah, they're content queens too. They put out such I get what you're saying about them being like made in Chelsea. Yeah. Vibes. Really posh. Now there is times I'm like, God, I can't associate with this at all. <laughs> like, but it's yeah. entertaining to watch. hmm Yeah, they're real aspirational. And it's nice. Mm-hmm. But like you could emulate some of what they buy. Yeah, oh, then, they do like plenty of high street stuff and yeah. all that as well. Yeah. And then some of the stuff they wear is just daft too. But I mean, they're they're just, they're cool enough to pull it off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
No, I'm loving following them. And basic looks, of course. <laughs> I need to get following basic looks. Mm. <laughs> so my worldwide, I don't actually, I think I've lost my notes, but I have one thing anyway that I thought was interesting. Um, This news came out a couple of weeks ago, but I'd often wonder, wondered about this, you know, the way so child stars like actors and everything there's legal protection around their earnings. So, you know, any child actors, they're protected a certain amount so that their parents don't take all their money. Oh, um, right. But now Illinois in America has become the first state to um, initiate a law for child influencers. Because <laughs> child influencers need to be protected so that all of Is their earnings... Yeah, you know, like YouTuber kids. Oh, and stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. And Sorry, I was very dopey there. I was like, huh? Yeah, yeah. I suppose there aren't many on Instagram, but like TikTok and YouTube. YouTube, YouTube is the big area for. Yeah, for under 18s that are doing gamer content and toy unboxings. The and toy unboxings. What? I know. Well, even adults do the toy unboxings as well. Like it's a whole universe in and of itself. Yeah. But so I, yeah, I kind of wondered that one time. I'm thinking, I wonder. You know, you'd hope that parents aren't there. You know, setting up studios for their kids and making them create YouTube content and then keeping Darren's there raising his eyebrows like Clara. <laughs> I'll have a ring light and a, <laughs> a backdrop now in no time. Clara. Um, but you'd be thinking like, God, the parents might be forcing them to do it when they see all these dollars rolling in. And then when I seen this article, it said new Illinois law protects child influencers. Children who work um, in Hollywood have long benefited from a California law requiring that a percentage of their money be put aside for them. That's actors. And now a new state law in Illinois intends to offer protection for young social media stars. The law, which was signed last week and will take effect in July 24, requires that a portion of the money anyone under 16 makes on monetized online platforms, so YouTube and TikTok, um, including their parents' content, will be put in a trust for them until they turn 18. The law is the first of its kind in America. Um, other states may follow. Washington is already considering a similar measure. So oh that's good. You don't even think of this stuff. It is good. And it's like scary actually to think nothing's in place at the minute. I know exactly. I, it's just never something that I actually thought on. Yeah, because it's kind of like, okay, obviously some of the, the kid content creators are going out and doing this for their own enjoyment. Mm -hmm. And you can't underestimate their intelligence. Maybe they're fully cognizant of the money that they can make from it. But if they're under 16, they don't really have the wherewithal to know, you know, what to be doing with their money mm -hmm. or how to protect their future when that whole YouTube or TikTok bubble may burst. Yeah. Um, so it's just good. And I think it's obviously it's still a small percentage, but at least there's a little bit of protection and thought going into it. So that they're momagers or dadagers. I was just going to say it's like the little <laughs> pageant queens. Exactly. It's moms. like a new wave of that. My God. Yeah. Honey Boo Boo. Remember her? Honey Boo Boo. What age is she now? She's bound to be. Push Can you check? <laughs> Honey Boo Boo. Age. Didn't. Was she pregnant there? No. she got, Is she that old? Did she have a child? No idea. 
Um, I know her mom had like a whole makeover since the show. Remember her mom got like a gastric band and a makeover and she's uh, Honey Boo Boo is eighteen. Did she have Honey Boo Boo's eighteen? Did she have a child? <laughs> Darns. Search history is so weird. Does no. Honey Boo Boo have a child? Or maybe is Honey Boo Boo's mother a granny? <laughs> yeah, well, so look, she has siblings though. Oh yeah. As far as they can And remember. is the mother Oh I don't even know Like I never even watch anything It's just you would have seen The pictures up yeah. of Honey Boo Boo Does she not? I don't know what I was thinking mm. Maybe she was chatting about Having children before I don't know Yeah yeah But yeah So that's good The, the mother reminds me Like someone that would Go way off to Turkey And come back with a young man <laughs> Yeah I think the mum had well, was a sugar like a ninety, mama. like a ninety day fiance kind of situation. Yeah, yeah. Her mum was dodge. She was shady. Yeah, momager. Mm-hmm. Um. So recommendations. Mm. Have you any good ones? I was. I don't. Yeah. Like I have a recommendation. I was just going to chat about during the week. I was at my friend Ashling's wedding, but it was down in Loch Earn Resort. Are mm-hmm. You just laughing. Are you just laughing at Keith Ruffin. <laughs> I never even got to hear any of this because we were straight into recording. We'll but regale anyway. the tale. Um, but anyway, so Ashling got married down in Loch Earn Resort. Oh my mm. God, it is stunning. Yeah, it looked beautiful from the bits that I'd stunning. seen. Stunning. Now, it's a five-star hotel. I'd never stayed in a five-star before, but like, it was amazing. Mm. The staff was amazing. So friendly, nice. I had never experienced a turndown service. Did you hear this? What, they, what does it involve? So it's like <laughs> when you're in a hotel. We were down at the dinner and then Damien was like, I'm going up to the room to get Gavis gone after the dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Truth be told. And he went up to the room and he took a video. He's like, oh, somebody was in. So like they come in and they close your curtains and they turn down your bed sheets for you to get into it. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Like, we have, I was like we've only stayed in five star a couple of times, but I don't I remember like, that. Do they tuck you in? Do they come back and read you a bedtime story? Yeah, what? That's so funny. Turn down service. It's yeah, called, I've heard of it, but I didn't really know what it involved. Yeah, apparently. But um, really beautiful. Like it's, there's a lot of golfers go there in that, but it's on Loch Earn. And mm. we had been on Lusty Beg before for our mm-hmm. friend's wedding. Mm. But like, it's just such a beautiful area. Yeah, it's lovely. The Lake Garda of Ireland is, as you'd called it. Yes, it is actually. It was you who coined that. I, I forgot think. I coined that. <laughs> uh, hello, Lockern. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a look- new tagline for you. I know. I'm just looking up here. What is a turn down? Oh, yeah. In a hotel, a turn down service is the preparation of a room for a guest to sleep in by slightly turning back the comforter on the bed, turning down the lights, and so on. And they pulled the curtains as well. It's kind of like what we do for Clara. You Maybe. do a turn down service for your daughter. Yeah. Spoiled rotten. She's yeah. She gets <laughs> the covers pulled down, a teddy, the room nice and dark, <laughs> quite noise in the background. <laughs> yeah. So she lives in a five star resort, basically. Yeah. Lucky thing. Um, so while we were in Locker in Estate, then after the dinner, we didn't really know what to start drinking. The food was amazing. Mm. Um, but we didn't really know what to start drinking. So. We got a gin. Mm-hmm. Me and my friend Claire started drinking gin. Now, for some reason, your man came up and he says, oh, this is a gin. It's distilled like four miles down the road. That's very popular. So we're like, that's grand. We'll get it. 
We were calling it road show gin. We were go- going up asking for roadhouse gin. <laughs> uh, but it actually is called boatyard double gin. <laughs> but throughout the day, we still oh, always got it. We're just heard of them. Mm. Unreal. But we just kept saying, oh, it's the one that's made down the road. Oh, they knew. They knew what you meant. It was like we were drinking putching like. But a uh, very nice gin. Mm. And paired it with grapefruit. Oh, lovely. Boatyard very gin. Better. Grapefruit and tonic. Delicious. Lovely. After the dinner. Mm. So see. yeah. And that was most of the crack. And then Keith Duffy gay crashed the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> that was so bizarre. Oh my gosh. Oh, it was if so anyone funny. wants to see, they can see it in Donegal Daddy's Yeah, Donegal Daddy page. had the video up. That <laughs> Ashley was one looked of the beautiful and had great moves too. <laughs> she did. But somebody, I think, commented on Donegal Daddy's video and I was in stitches. Saying that like, oh, he knew he stuck to the script. He just kept singing the back, like the background vocals. Like he didn't try oh. and sing over Ronan. <laughs> <laughs> I was just ingrained and I'm like, I am not the main character. I am not the main character. <laughs> oh, jeez, what a header. But like he's looking well. Yeah, from the photos. He's 48. selfies and stuff. He looked yeah. great. <laughs> so, I know he did. He looked like he was in his 30s. Yeah. Very pretty. He's, he's um, what's, what is it somebody said once? Oh, I can't remember. There's a funny phrase about that. You're howling the years well or something. You're howling the years. <laughs> and there is a new show coming out of it. He went to Turkey to get his teeth done. <laughs> did he? Yeah, he did. He's lovely looking gnashers, all right. Yeah, teeth. On RTE. He filmed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's getting his new show on RTE. RTE. So, boys wants Keith Duffy to get own new show on RTE. The iconic singer singer will be jetting off to Turkey to explore Ireland's changing relationship with teeth. Like, I would watch that. Not just because I met Keith Duffy now. Mm. Like, I don't think I'd go to Turkey. No. Budapest, maybe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Budapest sounds a lot more <laughs> legit. <laughs> but Turkey, like, because I actually know someone. That's gone over to Budapest to get their teeth done. And it was like, it's it's a long ordeal. Like, it's mm. not done in 48 hours. And you're it's like... A thorough process. Yeah. How do people go to Turkey and have things done, like, in a few day turnaround? Like, what does they say then? It's like... Oh, no, I can't. It's probably... Oh, <laughs> go on, Marie. We can blank it out. It's that bad. So it's like a flight home from Lourdes or something after. Why? The plane from Turkey home because everyone's all bandaged up and all <laughs> and everything. Jesus Christ. Oh my I God. I just don't know. I don't know would I care about myself enough to be huckstering away over to Turkey like... Your teeth, but your teeth are stunning, hon. Now, oh, thanks. thanks to David <laughs> McConville. Thanks to David McConville. I only have to go as far as Donegal Town for this. Like. I know. And how long have you left at your Invisalign? I've only 16 trays left. 16 trays? Yeah, retainers. And they're two every weeks? Week. Well, one week. Oh, every week. Well, that's yeah, okay. a minor week. But then, well, I scan them every week, and then the scan might tell me to keep them in a bit longer or move on. Oh. I feel like I need them again. <laughs> no, you do not. I don't know. No, you don't. It wasn't great with the retainer, but anyway. Mm. So that's the that's the crack. Hmm. That was great. I'll crack. 
my god like what was i wonder what what did ashlyn think about that someone from boyzone crashing your wedding that's the dream like well like he was there <laughs> he was there golfing and somebody somebody had got wind of it so they had gone up looking for keith duffy <laughs> We were in the middle of doing rock the boat, and next thing everyone disappeared. I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! So, you, but you'd recommend Lot Aaron as well. You were going to say, Back so to you'd recommend Keith Duffy? Rec- <laughs> oh, yeah, I highly recommend Keith Duffy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he could be like Ireland's answer to Flo Rida. You yeah. could book him for parties. He's a lovely. He's a lovely guy. He's he a looks lovely it. He seems really down to earth. Yeah. So. My recommend is that all your rec? If you know the yep. recommendation, nope, that's okay, it. Well, that's the height of it. That's pretty good. Like <laughs> for one week. <laughs> Let's see what next week holds for you. <laughs> um, I don't know. Did I recommend the first book in this series already? So excuse me if I'm repeating myself, but I think I'm going to freshly recommend if I hadn't because I'm on to book two now and I'm really enjoying these. So, the book series is called Before the Coffee Gets Cold. No, I don't think I ever heard you on about this. And it's by a Japanese author whose name I will probably butcher now called Toshikazu Kawaguchi. <laughs> and they're good little, enough there. Yeah. And they're translated to English, obviously. I don't speak Japanese just yet. But um they're really good books. They're quite short. And the whole premise of the book, it's just a little like nice moral fiction. And it's about this cafe in Japan and the whole thing is like in the cafe, people can go back in time. You can go back to a point in time, but there's all these conditions. So you can go and you can go back in time and visit anybody, but you only have the duration of while your coffee stays warm. And then when your coffee goes cold. This actually is sounding familiar. Yeah, I think I might have recommended it, but I'm given I'm really I'm on to book two now, nearly finished it and I love them. So, yeah, basically you can, you and the other person would have had to have visited the cafe before together and then you can pick a point in time to go back, like an age or whatever, or a date or whatever to go back and chat to them. But when you speak to them, it doesn't influence the The present or the future. It's just for your own closure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's just really lovely. And then each chapter is like a different tale of somebody visiting the cafe and going back in time and like their reasons for going back in time is it to visit somebody who's dead or is it to visit somebody that they've fallen out with or what's their reasons and all and they're just wild easy read and like quirky i've not read anything like it before and i tear through them like the first one i'd say i finished it in about two three days and i'm like getting through this one quite quickly too so yeah they're called the first one's called Before the Coffee Gets Cold. And the second one that I'm reading now is called Before the Coffee Gets Cold, Tales from the Cafe. And there's a third one coming out soon as well. So cool. I think he's got, he'll probably keep writing them. So like in the second one, there's some people from the first book and you learn a wee bit more about them and it's oh. all interweaved. So and it doesn't look that big or intimidating. No, no they're only like maybe nice a couple of hundred pages. Um, yeah. But yeah. I love them. I, I highly, highly recommend. Who who wrote the novel from that film with Andrew Scott? 
Oh, yeah. I, thought, I was like, that sounds very similar advice, but it's not. I'm oh. not even going to attempt to pronounce the name. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I just think, yeah, the Japanese storytelling is really good, yeah. compelling, different. Yeah. Than definitely. our, like, predictable Western crappy stories. <laughs> Rom-coms. <laughs> <laughs> Which I do love, in fairness, but. Um, so I just had one little note of trivia. Mm-hmm. If I can find it now. Why is it called tinfoil? <laughs> no idea. Do you not know why it's called? Do you know why it's called tinfoil, Darren? So foil made from a thin leaf of tin was commercially available before its aluminium counterpart. Is it aluminum or aluminium? <laughs> well, we say aluminium. aluminium. Americans say aluminum. aluminum. aluminum the aluminum monster. monster. <laughs> <laughs> Snap. Baby got So back. in the late 19th century and early 20th century, tinfoil was in common use and some people continue to refer to the new product by the name of the old one. Tinfoil is stiffer than aluminium foil. So we don't use tinfoil at all. We use aluminium foil, do we? Yes, we do. To keep the mainstream media can, out. Where can I get some tin foil? <laughs> some actual tin foil. <laughs> Mickey Joe's probably. <laughs> I'm going to try it on the way home. So that's mm. all the crack. Interesting. Oh, we had something just to ask of our listeners if they would be so kind. Oh, so yeah, absolutely. We need to find the link. Oh, we'll share the link. We'll share the link on our Instagram bios um so that you can vote but we have been kind of nominated shortlisted for a listener's choice award um and the irish podcast awards so our listeners can vote for us um from now until early 19th october. october oh the 19th of october so you have plenty of time but get it done now get it off your list good and early um and the website is irish Pod- it's irish podcast awards.ie so as soon as you click onto it, it comes up then the Listener's Choice Awards and you can vote. But we'll share the link anyway. Yeah, we'll share the link. It's really quick. So you basically vote then, for me in the by-election. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's just you type in no other crack pod into a little search bar. It asks you to confirm and then it, you put in your email. Yeah, You put in your email and it'll yeah. ask you to confirm. And we'd really, really appreciate it if you could take a couple of minutes to do that and then maybe to share it around as well to help. Us. I'm not I'm not being biased now, but it's very easy done. Mm-hmm. sometimes you'd be trying to vote for people and things and you're like oh it's you nearly feel like giving up halfway through yeah but this is literally just you type in no other crack it'll come up and you put in your email and then you verify in your email yeah so much appreciated so the website again is irish podcast awards dot IE. Dot IE. um so yes thank you very much and we shall chat to you all next week bye bye bye